Hey there, it's me, your money, and welcome to Tandia Talks Money. They say money talks, and it is true, I do. And I also like to work hard. They say it builds character, but it also builds TFSAs and RRSPs, which is why every week Tandia will share new ideas, tips, and wisdom from Tandia's finest to help you get to where you want to go. You know, with a little help from me, of course. Like, who else? We're back. It's week two. We are so excited to be back this season and really trying to provide some like healthy tips and making sure that, you know, you're getting the most out of your money. So today we're going to be a little mindful and we're going to talk about mindful money management. And I'm your host, Carla. And we all know, and it's not a secret that money plays a significant role in our lives influencing our choices, priorities, and overall well-being. Yet for many, when we think about managing our finances, it can be a source of stress and anxiety. It is no secret that making wise financial decisions is not solely about crunching numbers. Yes, it is about crunching numbers, but it's also deeply connected to our psychological relationship with money. So today we're going to, you know, we're going to delve into the psychology of money and explore how mindfulness practices can really empower you as an individual to make better financial decisions. It's just a way of retraining and rethinking and developing a mindful approach to money management. We talk about this in all aspects of our life, our mindful approach to uh, eating, our mindful approach to activity, our mind, it's its everywhere that we're looking these days. And I think it's great because it's allowing us to take a step back and really think about why we're doing these things. And hopefully this can pave a way for a more secure financial future and a more fulfilling life for you. So let's talk about, you know, like the psychological aspects of money. So understanding the psychology of money is crucial to improving financial decision making. So I want you to think about some of these insights as we go through them. So emotional spending, you know, we often spend money to alleviate negative emotions like stress, sadness, or boredom. I am 100% an emotional spender. And recognizing this in yourselves and addressing emotional spending is the first step towards financial wellness. So when you're in it and you're kind of spending because you had a really crappy day and you're just looking for an outlet. And are you spending money because you want to, or are you spending money because you're stressed or sad, or you're just bored and there's really nothing else to do? So, you know, when you take a step back and think, why am I spending money? It's important to understand the reasons behind it. So when you are able to mindfully see these reasons, you're able to stop and kind of think about it and then maybe make a different decision. And maybe there's a different way you can approach this. Another insight might be the fear of scarcity. So many individuals have deep-seated fear of not having enough money. So this fear can lead to hoarding money unnecessarily, missing out on investment opportunities or avoiding necessary expenses. All that kind of, oh my God, what if I need this money one day? And you maybe are losing out on a great opportunity for you to help grow your worth because it's easier and you feel more secure in just keeping your money in one account where you can see it and there's no opportunity for you to grow it a little bit more just because you have that fear of not having enough. So sometimes you need to recognize that in yourself. Is there somebody that you can speak to? Go through a risk assessment. Look for opportunities where you maybe feel a little bit more comfortable in being able to earn a little bit more of your hard-earned cash, right? Next, you know, money scripts 
Our beliefs about money are nine times out of 10 often shaped by our upbringing and can significantly impact our financial choices. So identifying and challenging these money scripts can help shift our perspectives and behaviors. So what do I mean by money scripts? Like our upbringing, why do we spend the way that we spend? Do we feel like we weren't allowed to spend as a child and now we feel like I'm going to go and buy everything? Or were we taught to really save, 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 save and not enjoy or feel guilty about spending money? So there's always like a deeper rooted meaning as to why we behave financially the way we do. I'm not saying this is in every case. I'm obviously do not have a psychology degree, but in my years in banking and in finance and in chatting with people within our community, like these are the common things that I find are reoccurring and things that are very relatable and you don't really pay attention to them. They're just so automatic. So when you stop and think, oh, am I buying this or do I feel I'm acting in this certain way because this is how my parents did or we didn't have enough growing up. So now I feel like I need to save everything. So just being mindful and doesn't mean that your way is the wrong way. It just means that, you know, if there is something that you find challenging, being mindful is a practice that involves, you know, being present in the moment and observing your thoughts and emotions without judgment. And it can be a powerful tool for improving financial decision-making. Now, how we do that is reducing, you know, maybe you're going to reduce impulse spending. Mindfulness can help you become more aware of your spending, your triggers, allow you to pause before making impulsive purchases. In another podcast that we've done, I chatted a little bit about this. So, you know, I know in myself, I am an impulse purchaser when I am down, when I feel stressed, when I feel anxiety, and I just go to, you know, online. And I shared my little loophole because I know this in myself. I can feel this in myself. So sometimes, you know, when I feel like I'm overspending, I purchase at places where I know I can return. And I mean, maybe the retailers are not going to like this, but it gives me peace of mind. So in the moment, I feel that like, ah, yes, I'm vindicated. I bought that thing that I wanted. But then I take that two minutes, it comes and I'm like, you know what, maybe I shouldn't have purchased this. Maybe this was like outside of my budget this month. I really didn't actually need it. So I go and return it at the store. And, you know, maybe I do a little bit of girl math there and I just, you know, I've already spent the money. So I'm just exchanging it for something, but there's, there's loopholes everywhere. But, you know, it's important to be mindful and aware of your spending triggers so that you can either change them, reduce them, or allow for a little bit more positive financial decision-making. Now, emotional regulation, right? Mindfulness practices can assist in managing the emotional aspects of money, reducing the stress and anxiety that are related to financial decisions because, let's be real, uh, we're probably all faced with them on a regular basis. And lastly, developing patience. Patience is a virtue especially when it comes to investing and savings. Mindfulness about your patience, about your money, encourages patience and helps individuals make more strategic financial choices, right? So obviously, maybe we're not going to become millionaires overnight, but you know what can you do now to help set yourself up for a more successful future? Now, you know, obviously, like we can't just chat about all the things that you should do without giving you some techniques. So what are some techniques of mindfulness money management. And it's important to incorporate this into your financial life and consider using some of these techniques, right? So mindful budgeting, pay close attention to your income and expenses, regularly review your budget to identify areas where you can maybe cut costs or reallocate funds. You know, maybe you need to really 
lay it all out on paper, see where exactly you're spending. And is there anything that you can review, cut? Are you spending it because you want to? Are you spending it because you need to? Next technique, delayed gratification. Practice delaying immediate gratification before making a non-essential purchase. Take some time to reflect on whether it aligns with your long-term financial goals. And it doesn't have to be, you know, like this drawn out thing, but you know, instead of being so impulsive and yes, you want it right now and you can have the means to go buy it right now, but is this the best option for your long-term goals? Is there a way you can save up for it, not having to use a credit card? Is there a way to not take a big hit on it? Just because you want it right now doesn't mean you need it right now. And it's important to take a minute to just pause, stop and think, maybe I can wait. And maybe you can't, and that's totally fine too. But giving yourself that mindful thought really does help create and align yourself with your long-term goals. Now, mindful investing, what does that mean? When investing, take a long-term approach, avoid making impulsive decisions based on market fluctuations. Obviously, there's a lot of emotion involved in that and a lot of emotional reactions and work with an advisor. They're there to help be that mindful coach for you. It's that second layer to just, you know, question you or maybe advise you that, you you know, maybe you want to do this and this and this, but maybe we can do something else to help you get to the same result, but reduce the emotional side of it. So now we've talked about techniques. We've talked about mindfulness when you're making your decisions and identifying your triggers, but you got to set some goals. So set some clear and achievable financial goals when you're integrating mindfulness principles, right? So number one, define your values. Identify what truly matters to you, both in the short and long-term goals. Align your financial goals with these values to enhance your motivation and satisfaction. Visualize your success. Use mindfulness techniques to visualize your financial success. This helps you stay focused on your objectives and inspire determination, right? So if you visualize yourself, I just said to a friend today, that, you know, my long-term goal is to have a condo in Florida. I would like to be a snowbird. So what do I need to do to get there? So maybe if I just like mentally keep visualizing myself on the beach into my fifties and sixties where I'm just so relaxed and Zen, it will help me kind of stay focused on my objectives on how to get there. So I'm not saying it's like, you know, you can visualize it and it happens. You have to put some work into it, but you know, it helps you stay a little bit focused because you have a clear goal. Next, practice gratitude. Regularly express gratitude for the resources and opportunities you have. Cultivating gratitude can shift your focus from scarcity to abundance, reducing stress related to money. I listened to another podcast recently and it was all about being in the moment. Do I have everything that I have in this moment? And being thankful for that. And, you know, Obviously, we all stress about what's to come. We stress about maybe decisions that we made that weren't the best decision for us. And I think it's an important piece is to practice the gratitude because, you know, think of where you are right in this minute, right now, as you're listening to me talk. And do you have everything that you need? Do you have shelter? Do you have food on the table? Do you have everything that you need to get you through to another day? And it is important to set goals and have aspirations, but it's important to be thankful and acknowledge what you have right now because it can be very stressful thinking about, oh my goodness, how am I going to do this? How am I going to pay for kids' college? How am I going to do all these things? When you have a goal 
it's good to make a plan to get there. But when you're in the moment, it's hard to stop and just think, you know what, I am doing great. And today is one day and maybe I didn't make the best decision today, but tomorrow I will do better. And be thankful for taking that time for yourself and investing in you because by investing and embracing mindful money management, it can lead to multiple benefits for you. It is improved financial health because you will stop and you'll make wiser financial decisions. You can reduce debt. You can increase your savings. You can build wealth over time. You can be thankful in the moment for what you have and put the efforts towards your goals that you want to achieve. Being mindful about your money will help reduce stress and anxiety. Mindfulness practices can lower stress levels associated with financial matters, right? So we just talked about that, expressing gratitude. When you stop and think like, you know what, I've done a good job. I have everything that I need right now in the moment today, Monday, and you know, Tuesday, I'm going to just take it one day at a time. And tomorrow, maybe I will make a better decision versus what I did today. You know, all of this leads to a happier and more balanced life. It enhances your well-being. Integrating mindfulness into your money management can contribute to your overall well-being. It gives you control. It fosters a healthier relationship with money. And it is improved self-awareness for yourself, right? And that's what this whole season is about. Money is a powerful force in our lives, but it doesn't have to control us. And by understanding the psychology of money and incorporating mindfulness into your financial decision-making process, you can take control of your financial future and achieve greater financial success. Remember, investing in yourself both financially and through mindfulness practices is an investment in a more fulfilling prosperous and balanced life. So take that first step towards mindful money management. Maybe today is just, uh, why did I buy that? Did I really need that Starbucks this afternoon? I mean, maybe you did. I wouldn't judge you if you did, because sometimes I do too. But, you know, maybe tomorrow you make a coffee at your house or at work or somewhere and you leave these little things as a treat. Be mindful and aware and you can watch as your financial health and overall well-being will flourish. This season of Tandia Talks Money, we're dedicated to helping you make that crucial shift in your money mindset. We'll provide actionable how-tos like we did today to guide you on your journey toward financial empowerment. Moreover, we'll really emphasize that thinking of yourself is not selfish, but essential. And by prioritizing your self-investment, you can become better equipped to tackle the challenges of the world and what you face ahead. You'd be in a stronger position to provide for your loved ones, contribute to your community, and overall make a positive impact on your community and in your own lives. Remember, your money mindset is not fixed. It can evolve with time. Just because you are in one spot today doesn't mean you're going to be in the same spot tomorrow. It just takes a little bit of effort. And as you tune into Tandia Talks Money, you'll discover practical strategies to cultivate a positive money mindset and witness the incredible benefits that come with investing in yourself. So it's really time to unlock your potential. So no more feeling overwhelmed or confused. We've got your back. Continue to tune in to Tandia Talks Money podcast season two and embark on financial adventure with us. Let's laugh. Let's learn, grow together as we navigate the ups and downs of adulting with confidence and ease, right? It's like Bob Marley. Don't worry about a thing because every little thing is going to be all right. I love that song. Like, I really love that song. I have three little kids and I tell them they're my three little birds and I sing that song to them. So, I mean, if you want to tune in to more singing, because obviously 
I'm great at it. But subscribe now and ready to embrace your financial future. Tell a friend because with Tandia, you know, adulting, we get it. It might be hard, but we've got you covered every step of the way. Catch you soon. Thanks for tuning in. I don't know about you, but I feel smarter already. Remember, Tandia is here to help. If you found this podcast helpful, please let us know. Got feedback? Want to learn more? Just head to Tandia.com. Tandia, as unique as you.